For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to the Winter is Coming Game of Thrones podcast. We are Take the Black, and I'm your host, Razor, and I'm here with Isis Melton, Annie Bundle, Corey Thone, and our special guest, Dan Selke. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing really well, um, David. Thanks for having me. I'm, oh, thanks for remembering my name. I'm glad that I write <laughs> for you my dear editor-in-chief at WinnerIsComing.net, and uh, you remembered my name. Listen, it's good to have you on the show tonight. We're missing uh, Corey Sloan's uh, stable boy. He's out mucking the stables tonight and couldn't make the show, uh, but that's okay. Corey Thone makes him work hard, makes him earn his pay. Do you do you even pay? He works, uh, he works hard for the money, so hard for the money. <laughs> you better treat him right. You better. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> take advantage of him nightly, but not in that way. I whoa, meant, whoa, whoa, I meant, whoa. I meant his his butt. <laughs> exactly what we were thinking. Anyway, so um let's we we're back from our Thanksgiving break and I hope you guys all had a nice time with friends or family or both. I hope you had um lots of food in your bellies and I hope your football teams won. Mine didn't. I cried myself to sleep. The uh, the weekend after uh, Thanksgiving because my team lost to a team it shouldn't have. Anyway, moving on. Um, let's talk about some great Game of Thrones news. And Dan, since you're the special guest tonight, you get to lead off. Great. Uh, the big news is that HBO put up a promo for a lot of its 2017 offerings after the latest episode of Westworld. Um, and among those little flashes we got of new shows were some new shots of Game of Thrones Season 7. They've been uh, filming later in the year than usual, but they still managed to edit some, optimize some shots, and we got some honest-to-goodness shots of a show we're not going to see on TV for around seven months. So kudos to them for getting it out so early. Which is really, to me, kind of uh, odd. Usually we don't get the... uh... What they usually call it is the HBO year-ender. We don't usually see the year-ender, and this really wasn't a year-ender, was it? We don't usually get that until uh, New Year's Eve. They'll show that. It wasn't a proper year-ender, but it did show several flashes from shows that are going to come in 2017. Right. Maybe like yeah. a year-ender preview, you might call it. Yeah, there you go. I it like was that. shorter, and, and they haven't uploaded it to the Internet at all. It's just on their TV service. Like It's nowhere on their Facebook page, YouTube page, nothing. So the only photos we have are ones that people have taken with their phones as it was happening as they were watching Westworld. But take them they did and upload them they did, and they're 
I mean, they're not the kind of shots that are going to tell you a ton about what's going to happen. They wouldn't let that happen. But it, it is fun to get new, genuinely new, finished images this early in the game, I think. I like that. So let's talk about these photos, and let's start with the one to me that's most exciting, and that's Arya on a horse. Um, and it looks like she's riding in the cold, cold north. Uh, Isis, you want to weigh in here? What did you think about this photo? Yeah, um, I wrote something for uh, Coltress, your sister site, um, about this exact article uh, or the pictures. And it really looked to me as if Arya, uh, yeah, excuse me, yeah, Arya is, um, you know, she looks a little bit older. She, these, a matter of fact, the same images look like the ones that came out of them in the trailers and stuff like that. It looks like she's wearing the same garb. And um, I felt like it really looked like she had an older appearance, more mature appearance of, about her. Um, and then she kind of looked like she's looking off in the distance. I'm hoping that it, she's looking towards her home Winterfell. Uh, in Winterfell. In Winterfell, and um, and she is either in disbelief that it's still standing, or that the um, Stark banners are hanging up. Uh, but she has this look on her face of like almost like uh, anxiety and also disbelief, kind of mm. mi- you know mixed in. Um, but that that's what I really got out of just that little snapshot of her face. Maybe it's I'm projecting, uh, but I really felt that you know. This really leads me to believe that she is anxiety. Looking, yes, that's, it, a, that's know, a different take. I didn't think I, I didn't think anxiety. Dan, what do you think? You think anxiety? You think when you see that facial expression? Maybe. I mean, I thought it, I, it occurred to me too that she's probably in the north of Winterfell. Not just because right. that leak said it, but just because she's bundled up. She's in a heavy northern cloak on the other side. But yeah, I thought anxiety. I figured she's probably thinking. She probably heard John's back, right? Maybe even heard Sansa's back. And it's gone back and it's like, oh, look at my family. It's so great. But also, oh, I've like murdered a bunch of people since I last saw them. Are they still going to, um, are they going to look down on me for that or judge me for that? So, but would they I know? Think it, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. What's that? Would they know at this point? Would anybody know what Arya's done at this point? Is no, I, I'm not sure if they know, but she's changed. I mean, right. she, she knows she did that, right. and that's enough. Now, now she's going back to this, like, like, she hasn't been part of that dynamic for years, and now she's going to have to return to it, having done everything she's done. I, I don't think it's absurd to think she'd be nervous about how that will go down or whether it will be successful. Right. I mean, right. let's be honest. She hasn't lived, you know, the life Sansa has, and... You know, I mean, granted, Sansa hasn't have, had it easy either, but, you know, she's lived in a, in a home. <laughs> she hasn't been living rough. You know, she hasn't been having to fend for herself as far as, like, you know, out there in the, I guess we want to call it the streets, if you will, uh, on the lands of, of, uh, of, on the streets of King's Road. Yeah. Um, so I just feel like that she's just, she's going to come. I, for me, I feel like, you know, when I was in the military and I came back from being deployed, I, there was, I was happy to be home, but there was a lot of anxiety because mm-hmm. the things I did and I saw and, you know, whatever the case may be, like, I, you know, that changes you. And, you know, whether or not you talk about it or not, you still carry that with you. So that's that's again, maybe that was projecting. On no, that's a great take. I'm glad you Aria. said that. That's a, that's an interesting take. One I hadn't thought of. Um, Annie, let's talk about Sansa's 
uh, photo. Where did you take from that little picture we got from her? Um, mostly that she, um, you know, it, she she's in the she's in front of the weird tree, right? Right. Um, right. and she's basically like looking forward, like she's looking at something that that something's in front of her that's kind of frightened her. Okay. You know, like, that's kind of, like, she looks a little frightened by whatever it is she's looking at. Um, I don't know if that's Littlefinger. I don't know if that's Arya. I don't know if that's because she's turned away from the tree because it just spoke to her in Bran's voice. Ooh. I mean, you, 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 there's there's so many things that could have, that, that, that could be happening in that picture. But, you know, she's in the Godswood. You know, she very much... <sighs> In the, in the books, she was always going to the Godswood, and I feel like, in a way, for Shonleys, this won't quite mean as much, but it meant a lot to me to see her again in a Godswood, that she's going back to her world again, that right. this has always been her safety zone. And so she's in her safety zone right now, and she looks scared, and that's kind of something that's a little worrying. I like the fact that you mentioned Bran. Maybe she does, because... As book readers know, Bran uh, did speak to Theon through the Weirwood Tree at some point in the book, so maybe this is a way that the showrunners try to connect. You know, sometimes they try to connect the show and the books in weird little ways. Maybe uh, before he makes his way to, if he does, if the spoilers are correct, and boo to the spoilers, but if he does make his way to Winterfell before he comes, he comes all the way over to Winterfell. Maybe he tries to connect through the weirwood tree and try to talk to Sansa, and that would freak me out. I'd poop myself probably. I don't know, but uh, that I would definitely get a haunted look on my face if somebody tried to talk to me. Corey Thone, uh, what do you think of the Jon Snow photo? All right, so I think we can learn a lot from this photo. First off, <laughs> first off, as you can all see from the picture, Jon's demeanor has totally changed. <laughs> The cheerful, plucky young man that we've all come to love from this show <laughs> has, well, I don't like to do a somber, depressed, uh, morose. death cat for cutie, morose kind of guy. Um, death cat also, for cutie. Oh he is, God. I don't know if you noticed this, guys, Dan, you might have because you're pretty sharp. The rest of these guys, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he's wearing uh, kind of a coat. Maybe it's cold there. Uh, possibly... Winter has maybe come. I know we've talked about it a few times on this show. They really hinted at winter coming on this show very subtly. You got to go back and like you'll you'll if you go back and watch season one. And they have a lot of like like clues that winter will come on this show at some point. Father always uh, promised. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean that's like the obvious one. But there was that one time where they said winter is coming. I don't know if you remember. I hate you. Also, I, it looks like maybe Sansa standing in front of him with the hair on to the right side. That's the only thing that's actually interesting is who is he looking at? Because everything else <laughs> looks like John business as usual. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, remember, it doesn't have to just be Sansa. There's also the other redhead that we saw um, in set pictures uh um, who was people thought at first it might be Sansa's body double, but it wasn't. I'm sticking um, my guns. Karstark. Yeah, I'm, I'm Karstark. Yeah. Thank you. At least Karstark. Mm. That's what I'm sticking to my guns. Anyway, right, so that person could also be standing there as well. And if that's the case, <laughs> she might be ugly as shit. <laughs> <he> looks, 
less than pleased to be in this situation. So well, that's cool. I I, I, I love, love your I love your. I swear, his hot takes are the best. Um, just for me, I felt like it. You know, in this scene, I thought it was it. The way I wrote it up, I thought it was Sansa. I was pretty sure that this was probably um, you know kind of John leaving Sansa in command uh, while he goes off on his his little jaunt, his journey, and we, that we only know about because of Reddit and the spoilers and stuff like that. But um, but I, if I had to think that if this was, I mean, this this could be nothing. I mean, she could be telling him like, oh man, you know, uh, somebody took a dump in the bathroom or something like that. But I really feel like this John is would a have point. the exact same expression on his face too. We're, 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 <laughs> serving, we're serving mutton tonight for dinner. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But um, but I just feel like this is this is probably going to be um, something that you know, we're going to go ahead and it's going to be a very important moment when it does happen. Um, so I think it may be, you know, he's all dressed up, he's got his furs and everything. Um, so he might be leaving and, you know, maybe having some last words with, uh, Sansa, at least in my mind, that's how I wrote the fan fiction. Well, I will say, Isis, one thing I think that you did point out that I noticed between Sansa, John and Arya is the, uh, fanciness, I guess, of what John and Sansa are wearing, juxtaposed with the raggedness of what Arya has on. Now, obviously, I think it's because she's not made it to Winterfell or whatever yet in her picture, but you can definitely tell that she hasn't been living in like a castle these last few weeks, as opposed to the whoever took Sansa, whoever took this picture of the TV that Sansa's on. First off, I want that phone. It's a much better picture than the other two. <laughs> yeah, Secondly. It is. Secondly, uh, as as someone whose girlfriend is really into like makeup and contouring and stuff, Sansa, that those eyebrows are on point. Like how how are they that good when she is in Winterfell, which is basically just a bunch of rocks on a hot creek? Like, Some folk have um clocked the wig though. Do we think the wig works? Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about the wig. You know, she dyed her hair. They had to basically go to a wig. It's what it is. I mean, that's one of the thing. I mean, one of the subtle things about Sansa is that she is not. She has not worn a wig before now, and that's something that most people don't actually like register. Um, right. That 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 the re- that Cersei that that Cersei and has a wig, but Marjorie doesn't. That's actually like those are hair extensions, but it's actually her hair on top, and that makes a difference. And the same with Sophie Turner. That's been actually her hair. Sometimes there's been extensions and extra bits put in, but mostly it's her hair. And now she's wearing a wig, and that will make her look different. Yeah, Cersei's not to. Not to do be that guy, but Cersei's wig I've never liked. <laughs> it always just looked like a wig to me. But with Sansa in this picture, I really couldn't tell that much. Um, I mean, it's kind of a as, even though it's straight ahead, it's kind of a weird angle and, and not normal facial expression. So like it looks a little different, I think. But um, I, I will be interested to see how it looks in the show. But I don't think it'll be as bad as Cersei's. <laughs> Hmm. Also, I want to point out really quick that this is part of a video, and I think you can watch the yeah. video on, you know, where we're coming or our cultures, I'm sure. Uh, the, the shot with Sansa in particular, she's walking toward the camera, and it does add a dynamism to it. I don't think he would. We, we couldn't, like, you know, zero in on the wig so much if it's in motion, I think, or anything else about the... Yeah. 
I like that we're dissecting the wig right now. That's really the wig is purring number one. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you met, you mock the fact that we're talking about oh the wig, but we're talking about three Instagram pictures. That's true. That were taken with phones of TV screens. Yeah, we should talk so. about the real news that came out where 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 Sophie Turner actually talked about season seven. Why don't you lead this into that part? Okay, well. Uh, we had for okay. First of all, for those who don't know, Entertainment Weekly is basically the embed with the uh, Game of Thrones uh, filming crew. They actually send a writer who gets to hang out and be on set with them and do all of this interviewing stuff, which then becomes their very big issue that comes out right before the season starts, which in this case I assume will be June. And once again, um, th- once again, this was kind of early for them too. Uh, well, no, it's not really that it's kind of early. This is about the right time for the first interviews to come out, but that's when the show starts in April. So this is early relative to the idea that it will start in July. So, yeah, in that case, it, you, you can say it's early, but in, in terms of, like, when we actually get stuff, yeah, this is actually about right on time. It's more that EW has decided they're not going to wait just because <laughs> the show is going to start later. So they released their fir- very first interview from this in- from what's going to eventually be a very large collection of interviews and information from season seven, and it's with Sophie Turner, and basically it's all of two whole quotes, um, one of which actually has information in it, and uh, in it she says that basically this is. Uh, the first time that Santa is going to have real power and how much it suits the character to really be in charge. But at the same time, it kind of goes to her head a little bit. And uh, the words that so that, that uh, Turner used were a power trip. And she also mentioned that the having of power will make Sansa feel insecure because now she doesn't want to lose it. Now she has something that she really wants that she doesn't want to lose. Right. So that's actually so that was the, the, the actual piece of information. And then the second quote was kind of a little bit of a throwaway thing where she was like, you know, well, you know, because they all say this, you know, it's 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 so amazing because we're all coming back together. Ooh. And now, of course, us here, we know that there's this Reddit leak and that they they say that Arya is going to come home, Bran is going to come home, and so when you read that, that's the first thing I thought of. But then I was like, what else could that also mean? Could that really just mean that? What if the Reddit leak is wrong? And then it occurred to me, you know, Tyrion is back in Westeros. Tyrion is, last time we checked, Sansa's husband. Technically still, yes. Technically, she married him. Technically, when she married Ramsay, she was married to someone else, and that wasn't so... You know, how awkward is that meeting going to be when Tyrion finally gets back with his wife? Well, to me, me the awkwardness begins at Dragonstone when Jon and Tyrion meet again, and Tyrion's like, so how's my wife doing? Your sister... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know, I like, you know, I just I just kind of pictured Tyrion, you know, walking up to say, coming back to getting to Winterfell or Sansa coming down to uh, King's Landing and the two of them meeting again and her being, well, you know, while while you were drinking and dragoning off in uh, off overseas, I uh, married a bigger monster than Joffrey. And I, unlike you, I actually slept with him. Um, you know, it's not going to go over well either way. But It also occurred to me that Sansa, at this point, I mean, we have Arya and we have Bran, but 
in general, Sansa is the head of the Stark family. Even with Arya back and even with Bran coming True. back. Bran is a tree wizard. He is going to be a tree wizard that's going to supersede any, you know, taking him on of the Stark mantle. Arya is, you know, a, 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 a murderer and... and I just, you know, I just don't see her taking over Winterfell quite. Um, so that means that Sansa is basically like the key to the North again, especially once we learn that Jon is a Targaryen. Right. So, okay, so let's talk about this really quick. So, yeah, and Tyrion is a Lannister, and you know, right now Cersei's alive and Jaime too, but. Oh, I think we're pretty sure that Cersei's not going to make it to the end of season six, and if she does, it's not going to be very long before she kicks it in season seven. And that Jamie's probably not going to live too long without her because he's kind of that kind of guy. Which means that in the end, Tyrion is going to be left the head of the Lannister family, who happened to have been married to this Stark. And could Tywin actually win and have this union of Lannister and Stark? This would be the ultimate power trip, right? So, like, I like the quote pulled here. She's seemingly incontrollable for the first time. It really suits her, kind of having a bit of a power trip. Uh, but she's coming more insecure because there are threats to the power that she holds. I think uh, the threats to the power that she holds are obviously going to be probably Littlefinger in my mind. Uh, well, I think he'd probably take advantage of the fact that she is very insecure. Right, like, right, right. Like, any opening like that, and he is in, like, a shot. But then also, Arya coming home might also be a threat to her power. She might consider Arya a threat for some reason, although she's older. Arya uh, is – although although Sansa's older than Arya, Arya is still more experienced in the world, and Arya never listened to Sansa – so there's a there's a bit of a power play there between the two, and people lo- would probably like Arya a little bit more. And then with Bran coming home and being the Three-Eyed Raven, and if that information comes out, and obviously with being the King of the North, and if if he leaves and and if he leaves a a council behind with like Lyanna Mormont and Robert Glover and maybe have you not said Danny yet? Because Danny's at Dragonstone, Danny's not going to be there forever. Like Danny is going to be a huge threat to Sansa if she considers herself. Oh, you know, I could maybe be the the queen of the Seven Kingdoms now that Cersei Lannister is dead. Do you really think Sansa has designs on the Seven Kingdoms? I, I think well, that once if she I, sits on the throne I, there at Winterfell, I think that those that Littlefinger could play that into his mind into her mind. And because uh, she's not very bright, and she called it a pretty picture when he said it to her at the end in the finale. Yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> I also think that Danny is the one that poses the biggest threat, not just because of her being another powerful woman with an army, but also not and with dragons, but also like what she represents to, especially if they don't know John's background yet, his actual birth, like re, like everything is that the Targaryens and the Starks kind of sort of hate each other uh-huh. because of, or at least Sophie Turner would, uh, Sansa would, because they kidnapped and raped her her aunt and stuff. And, I mean, she's going to see Danny as being a big threat once she gets into Westeros in general. And I don't know, I don't see 
her considering Arya a threat to the throne. I don't see her, you know, because if that's what this article's talking about, is that her her seeing like other threats to her power, it's going to be John and Danny, and then John and Danny are going to team up. I think at this point we all kind of are buying that that John and Danny are right. going to team up. They're going to bump uglies, and <laughs> you know that's going to present a threat to. Sansa and maybe other people as well because this wouldn't be the first time that John would have partnered with a group of people that aren't super popular to Northerners. Dan, so. Dan, let me ask you this: Could, Are we seeing a possible new Cersei in the works? A new Cersei? How do you mean? Like, is Sansa? She was actually. Oh, she was actually. She was actually kind of trained by Cersei when she was uh, living in the Red Keep. She was. Taught all the bad things by Cersei. Remember when uh, right. the Battle of the Blackwater, like Cersei would told her all those stories, and she learned a lot of things from Cersei, and and then she escaped, and then she learned a lot of bad things from her aunt Lysa, uh, and then of course from Little Littlefinger Ramsay. Yeah, yeah. So I she, think, uh, yeah. Now that you pointed out, I mean, they do kind of have a little kind of similar journey. Cersei's whole thing is that she was sold off to a man who didn't love her and raped her, marital rape, for like many many years. Became hardened and awful, and now she's very angry, and it seeps out at inappropriate times. It's and now that I think about it, it's kind of what happened to Sansa. She mm-hmm. was a pretty much innocent girl. Then she got warped first by Cersei, then by Littlefinger, then by Lysa, then by Ramsay, worst of all. And I think she has a lot of paranoia around her now. I'm not sure if she could go um, full bore crazy Cersei, but actually, yeah, I, I kind of like that idea that um, they share more in common than they'd like, maybe. But she was always interested in uh, things not of the north. She didn't want to be in the north. She always wanted to go to the west, right? She always wanted to go to King's Landing. She always yeah, wanted... I think her experience has slapped that desire out of her. Well, I mean, obviously, I, I, yeah. I don't think she has, a, a des- like you said, designs on the Iron Throne now. I really don't. I think she rejected Littlefinger then. I, I mean... Dan, I, I think what you're getting to is that Sansa's not going to be okay with being told what to do ever again. Yeah, so oh, she wants good point. Power. She wants control because she's been out of control for so long. If I can be an archaeopsychologist for a minute. Um, I can see Daenerys' threat. Literally, I, I think Bran might pose a problem for her because he is literally the heir to the Stark name. Oh, that's not true. Bad, so far as she knows, Arya's a younger sister. But Bran is technically, technically the heir to Winterfell. Oh my what god! That? And nobody, and, and, and the fact, that, the fact that. that he's a tree wizard, you don't think the fact that he's a tree wizard will basically supersede that? No, no I well, do. nobody believes in that. Though. Remember, Bran's coming back and saying, "I'm a tree wizard." You guys, like, I'm not sure Sansa will buy that. Why would she care? That's nonsense. Just put yourself in your shoes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are, are we going to start calling tree wizards nonsense in Westeros? <laughs> <laughs> we just got to see a giant break through the doors sense. of Winterfell. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Put yourself in, in There's a lot of people that, that don't you believe know. that White Walkers exist. That's why we're going to have the stupid journey north to go wrangle up a walker or whatever is going to happen. And again, Sansa, I mean, her experiences have been King's Landing, politics, battles, ships, and then being stowed away, kings being poisoned, um, being raped in her marriage clean, getting an army, she saw a giant fine, but I don't think she's, she'll take some convincing for tree wizards. Mostly everybody will. That's even beyond White Walkers. Yeah, if even someone who's seen White Walkers might take some convincing to be, oh, mm-hmm. 
see back in time and forward, you're high. Can you keep <laughs> I don't know. I just I think that there's going to be such an interesting, so many interesting meetings in this season. I'm looking forward to one you guys already talked about with Tyrion and Sansa, and you know Sansa realizing that hey, Tyrion's not really an asshole. He's actually treated me okay as much as I could be treated. Uh, but the other I mean, one would be would she would she would she want to get back together in that marriage? No, would no, 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 Tyrion want to get back together in that. Well, marriage? hold on, hold on. I want to ask Isis this question. Isis, you've been kind of quiet lately. Um, we know that Tyrion now he's the hand of the queen to Daenerys. Uh, John is the king in the north. His sister is now basically free of one marriage to Ramsay. So she's now still technically married to Tyrion, even though it was never consummated. Could we see the union between House Lannister and House Stark to solidify the two great houses? Okay, so I said earlier today that I thought that he would not be interested in um, being married to Sansa again, uh, meaning Tyrion would not be. Uh, but I could see him doing it if Danny asked him to. Well, he's got no I ties. Would- Shay's, Shay's gone. Right, and he's got Absolutely. no design and, on and anybody there's else. No real threat. There's no real threat. I mean, he married Sansa basically to save her, and also under threat by his dad. So, I mean, he he married her for all the wrong reasons. Um, and she's I, a woman now too. She was a girl when he married her. Well, she was a, this she is was a true girl. too. But I I really don't feel like um, that you know he has any. Um, any desire to like i don't think he would be like hey sansa um you looking kind of hot now how you uh, doing how you doing you want to hook this back up and um Love your wig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> baby your eyebrows are on fleek anyway no that's not gonna happen a, a matter of fact i have asserted that i think that he kind of had that Tyrion has a crush on danny uh but i could what? see danny that's just my own opinion. No, I was being sarcastic. Every oh. guy that meets Danny has a crush on her. Well, this is true. <laughs> um, so anyway, I just feel like, you know, if Danny said, look, I need you to marry Sansa again, like he would be like, okay, I'll do it. Um, but that's just that's just my own opinion. I think I think he would do it. I don't think he'd be really happy about it, but he'd be like, all right, I'll do it. But, and, and you know what the thing about it is Sansa would be like, that's cool. I already know what's up. You're going to leave me alone. You're going to let me do my thing. Um, and and I feel like that if Sansa opened up to him and told her, told him what happened to her when she was married to Ramsay, that I feel like Tyrion would be very <laughs> gentle, if you will, as, well, he a, was as a, a... A gentle lover. <laughs> he was not a gent- I don't mean as like a lover, <laughs> but I mean as far as he would just take... He would be very... Um, he would recognize that she she's been hurt. She's been, you know, she's in this fragile state, and that, that he would be very careful with her. Well, okay, so talking about Tyrion and Sansa, and I want to hit, hit on this point again, talking about this quote and take and pulling from the top quote, but she also is becoming very insecure because there are threats to the power that she holds. Marrying or solidifying the marriage between her and Tyrion would definitely cause a threat to the power she holds because therefore she would no longer be in power as the lady of winterfell because if she marries Tyrion, if she solidifies that marriage he becomes he becomes power oh, right the queen elizabeth problem exactly and then uh and then going down to the, to the last quote 
Um, it's really exciting, uh, or what overall excites me about the season is that main characters are coming together. So, I mean, obviously we, we all think it's the Starks family reunion, blah, blah, blah. But like Andy, you mentioned, what if we do see a Tyrion Sansa, uh, reunion again? I mean, it, we talked about this on the podcast before and Corey, you've mentioned it. I've mentioned it. Um, the, the perfect ending to me for Game of Thrones is, the White Walkers wipe out everybody except for a few <laughs> pockets of people, and they've been, and then they've got to repopulate Westeros. And how? What's the best way to do that by um, uniting the great houses from a few of the of the good ones that are left? And I mean, a lot of people hate Sansa, right? There's a lot of hate for Sansa out there, but you know, she's been through a lot, and it takes it. it, it maybe it would take Tyrion, who I consider a good a good character. To, to make her a better person, and what if they repopulated, helped to repopulate Westeros, but by uniting the West and the North? It would be a great, it would be a great story. I think well, one I thing feel- to, oh, go ahead, Isis, sorry, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I think one thing to keep in mind, too, is um, one of my favorite parts, I know it was one of, one of Annie's favorite parts of last season, was the, the play within the show, yes. where we got a, a good look at how maybe people outside of the viewer witness the events of the last few years with Ned and the King and uh, Joffrey and everything. And it's the polar opposite of how we interpret everything to have happened because we saw it from the third-person omniscient viewpoint, right? right? So with Cersei, when you say, or not Cersei, with Sansa, where you said, you know, a lot of people don't like Sansa. There are a lot of people who don't like Sansa. She has been married like three times now to different families. She jumps from bed to bed. You know, she, she only looks out for herself and runs away. Uh, you know, I mean, she's got a probably negative reputation within the kingdom. And for Tyrion, he also is considered to be. Uh, a bad person, a so slayer and a kingslayer. Yeah, exactly. And I, <laughs> I think that them getting together would be poor politics because you would be putting two not very well liked people in charge of somewhere. And you know, I don't know if that would be the best move. But in terms of the show, for us, we're really sympathetic to both those characters. We're like, oh, this is great, but you know, because because we think they could make it work. But when it's all said and done, I don't know if that's actually going to be what happened just because of uh, – what was it? Optics, Andy called right. it. So, optics. Yeah. Always think of the optics. Okay, so um, – Marjorie let's... always thought of the optics. Marjorie was always – And she got blown the hell up. It's true. R.I.P. Marjorie. All right, so let's talk about another threat that could be to Sansa, maybe to her being the Lady of Winterfell. What if – Let's take let's talk about the car the possibility of Karstark being there. What if John before he leaves to go to Dragonstone, maybe uh they're bringing possible suitors to Winterfell and what if this Elise Karstark is a possible suitor for John and they bring her to Winterfell and she's there and she's flirting and maybe this is where the insecurity comes in for for Sansa, she's got red hair. She looks like Sansa. She's uh, she's all over John, and she's a possible match for John before he leaves. And then she's there once he leaves, and and she possibly stays in Winterfell. Uh, Dan, thoughts on that? Um, I hadn't considered that. 
I actually like that. Uh, I, I think that's actually that's pretty sharp. Um, especially I'm, I'm if just, she's a Marjorie type. I'm just picturing um, like a Prince Ali type moment with different suitors coming for Jon Snow. <laughs> Where he's like in the courtyard with his dire wolf instead of a tiger. It's like I am not surprised to be one. I am Okay, but that only works if Robin Williams shows up and sings a song and Jon Snow has to stand there. Yeah, so, actually Robin Williams voices the, the God tree thing. And oh my god. I'm you know, I'm picturing this right now. He's dead, so. Shush. Thanks. Thanks for doing the podcast. Yeah, I like it. It makes a little bit of sense, because right now, I mean, they're not an item, Sansa and John, but she does have control. She does have his ear. She can talk to him. She can influence him. And if somebody comes in who's going to take her place in that way, and a lover's going to take that place. It Mm -hmm. just is. You're going to listen to the person you're having sex with or married to more than your half-sister or cousin or whatever. Yes. Unless you're from see. Arkansas, right, Razor? Because then those are the same thing. <laughs> you know it like I do, buddy. Or right. you're in Game of Thrones where that kind of thing does happen. Yes, and, you know, there, there is the theory out there, I think Katie on our site likes this one, that um, John and Sansa could be an item. Yeah, we and, were, uh, our, Cheryl wrote that up for culturists as well. And, and I'm not sure it's looking like that's going to happen now, but I don't know, on this show, siblings don't mean you're counted out in the romance part. That's just true. Don't. Yeah. Just because... Uh, just so she could be his... So Sansa could theoretically be both John's... Theoretically. I don't think it'll happen. But well, look at how... his confidant and maybe his... Uh, his lover. Romantic partner. Well, look at look at how... Um, and this is, this is an odd uh, comparison, but look at how Miranda and Ramsey and Sansa dynamic worked. Like... Miranda was insanely jealous of Sansa, and Sansa used that against her with Ramsay. And there was a there was a power play there. Uh, you know, Miranda would come out to the tower, and she would she would she would compliment her clothes, and then you know Sansa would get all jealous about you know my mother taught me how to sew and blah blah blah, and and then the ba- the bath scene where she was washing the dye out of her hair and all that stuff. There was a power play there. Um, I, I could definitely see something like that with a suitor for John being a triangle if if they're going. And I'm not saying that Sansa has to be a love interest for John for there to be a, uh, a a triangle for a power play there. I'm just saying, like you, like you mentioned, Dan, Sansa definitely has John's ear. Like you know, he. I don't. I think when they when they made him king of the North. In the final episode of season six, he did not expect that. That wasn't something he was expecting. So he was fully prepared. Like he gave Sansa his uh, Ned and Catelyn's room because he, he said, "You're the Lady of Winterfell." He was fully expecting her to be in charge uh, and to be. I guess maybe he was just expecting to be the the leader of the army or whatever. And they made him king in the north, and that look that he gave her when he stood up and smiled and looked at her, like he was extremely, you know, he was astonished. So I think maybe having her, having her as a confidant, and then having uh, a, a a girl suitor, like a suitor, come in and playing the part of spoiler would definitely make things more interesting and definitely make Sansa 
much more insecure. Or this is another thing I'm gonna throw a little, a little, another little, uh, I guess a, a wrench in the in the cog here. What if Arya comes back before John leaves, and we all know that Arya and John were super close, right? Right. So there's a there's a thing for jealousy there. What do you think about that, Annie? Um, you know, honestly, I don't think Sansa would see Arya as a threat that way. I think Sansa would see Arya as a threat more as a she can kill better than me. <laughs> but I uh, no, and 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 I think that that's I don't think that the jealousy quite runs that way. Like, I could see her being jealous of Arya, but I just don't quite see it as going that way. Yeah, oh. I, I agree with Annie. If if anything, I think Sansa is going to look at Arya as a weapon uh, more than anything, a weapon that maybe she can use to her advantage. Um, you know, once she figures out that she can, once she figures out what, what a good killer uh, Arya is, yes, I actually think I, I agree wholeheartedly that that if anything, she will be like, "Ooh, I just got the sharpest weapon in the drawer." Exactly, and she's going to be able to do things that Stick I never could. In. Yeah, I, I, I there's she's going to be able to do things that I could never um, fathom or I, I could never think of. But now I have this uh, weapon. You know, we all thought that Brienne was Sansa's biggest weapon. It, when if if Arya does come up and is with uh, reunited with uh, with Sansa, I think that's that's definitely going to change. If anybody's going to be jealous of anybody, it's going to be of uh, Brienne of of Arya. Yeah, I don't know, Corey. Are you buying that? I mean, last time those sisters were together, they hated each other. Oh, I think that uh, there's going to be a big hug and sister brother bonds things like that uh, the, those two have both been through so much just the ability to take a breath for Arya will be very much like when Sansa and Jon saw each other again even though had they ever even talked in the show <laughs> before that um, there's there's an implied like love there that siblings okay. have you know what I mean yeah and we didn't see them growing up together but you know their parallels in storytelling in the show is what I'm one of the things I love the most about the show is the way that Sansa has been hidden away and used by other people for gain, whereas Arya hid herself away and tried really hard to become someone who could never be used. And uh, what's ended up happening is that Arya is now kind of lost whereas Sansa's ended up sitting back at her home in Winterfell kind of in charge Mm. which is not where I would have thought those people would have ended up a season or two ago you know what I mean like I wouldn't have predicted that so I definitely think that they'll they'll hug and it'll be a great reunion I also think that they're going to be terrified of Arya and what she's become (laughs) because she's going to show up with like a satchel full of faces I'm assuming so (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't that be a wonder that faces. now? Arya, yeah. here are my faces. Oh my god, what an awesome scene. How much scene. will she tell them about what? Because, I mean, theoretically, she can make up a lie, and she's good at lying now. You know? Yeah, she she's awesome the truth. I mean, no one knows, oh, I would have to no one knows what she was doing in the Riverlands. She could just, if she doesn't want to tell them she is a really skilled mass murderer, she could just say she she can make up a lie pretty easily, I imagine. No, she, see, the way I see it is that Sansa and Arya are going to have, like, a pajama jam. And oh they're going to go ahead and sit there and talk about the shitty shit that has happened to them all this time. And then Arya's going to be like, 
hey, watch this shit. And she's just going to be like, you know, puts on a face and everything and go, boo. And it, it's going to be epic. Oh, that, my God. That's like just, totally I, I want to point out the fact that you use pajama jam and shitty shit in the same sentence. Okay. Yeah, okay, you no, I just, you know what though? You know, a couple of episodes ago, we were freaking out at the idea that why would Sansa send Brienne away? Why would she do that again? She doesn't. She sent her away. She is Arya now. Oh, ah. wow! Wow! Look, Corey. Corey Smith is not on this podcast. Why are we having audio <laughs> problems? <laughs> what the hell? That's funny. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be um, that would be hilarious to see. Aria break out some faces to freak her uh, family out. I if I don't know. I think it would be hilarious just to see Aria use a couple faces to sneak around the castle to spy on people, just like just to see what's going on. Maybe like spy on Littlefinger to kind of see what he's up to because she doesn't trust him. But you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But work up against it. So that's gonna do it for tonight's show. For myself, for Annie, for Isis, for Corey, and for Dan, thanks for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. Feel free to come on and join us anytime. You're always welcome. Uh, That's it for tonight's show. We will be back next week. Make sure to leave us some comments and let us know what you would like us to talk about next week. Uh, We probably will be taking some – probably a couple weeks off during the holidays – around Christmas and New Year's, but we will definitely be back at it in the New Year. So, thanks for listening. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get everything for your next project today at Menards and save big money. Keep your walls and trim protected while you paint with Scotch Blue Painter's Tape. It's designed for use on multiple surfaces and can be removed easily without leaving residue behind. Say big on Scotch Blue Painter's Tape from Menards. Also, view our weekly flyer on Menards.com and check out all of our great deals happening this week. Save big.